And welcome to another episode of The Opportunity uh, with Kurt and Mark. And today we're talking about becoming the expert. Yes, it's vital that everyone should aspire to at least become the expert in their field, in the yes. industry. Yes. And it doesn't matter if it's not your aspiration, but it's something that um, if you want to do, uh, have a great business, uh, you should aspire to become the best. 100%. I think if before you know, you're wanting to do anything in this new business that you want to get into, you need to understand it and you need to be able to grow within it by knowing your products, knowing all these other things in place that we're going to talk about now, as well as I think the first thing we need to speak about is the competition. Yes. And, um, well, you don't have to be the biggest. No. But you've got to be the best. Yes. And that's that plays a huge uh, uh, part in your mindset and how you can tackle this. And knowing your competition is vital to, um, to creating that, that great mindset. 100%. I think if you know your competition in terms of uh, why they failed, why they've succeeded, go into their website, go and look at what they've done. Maybe if you want to go and visit their property, uh, act like a customer, go and see what employees they have. Maybe go look at the factory. Listen, no one's stopping you from doing this because that's what a website's there for, to advertise yes. to their customers. That is what they will show their product line on there, will show their products on there. Maybe you will not know the trade secrets, but you can see what they've done to make themselves successful. And all you have to be is 1% or 2% better than them. Yes, 100%. So we just need to be better than your competition. And then at the end of the day, that will create more sales for yourself or create yourself to a business to succeed. 100%, yes. And I think it's also vital to see um, the ones that went down that failed. Why was that? Yes. And if you can really understand what it is that they did, then you can succeed. Yeah, generally the information is out there to understand what they didn't do or what they did do. I mean, the internet's an amazing thing. You know, you can go mm. on there and see, did they get bad reviews? Um, did they not update their stuff? Or what, what happened? You know, how long ago did they close their doors? So I think it's important to know um, on those aspects of your competition why they failed. I do agree with you because you don't want to make those same mistakes because uh, they're costly. Great. So to become the expert, you've got to know your stuff. Yes. You've got to know your service. You've got to know your product. Yeah, I think that's an important offering. one. You've just spoken about. They know your product. Who are you actually going to be selling to at the end mm, of the day? Definitely. And what's a, or what service you're offering? Hundred percent. What are you? What service you're offering? What are you selling? Um, I think it's important to know. Also, know if there's new products that have come out because you may be focusing on that one product, sell, 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 and then in two years' time it becomes obsolete. Completely. And it happens all the time. And you yes. did not keep up to date on the new products that are coming out. Or if you're making products, you need to constantly be creating more 100%. products. 100%. You need to be efficient on it. Um, you know, there's new machinery coming out. There's new programs coming out. I mean, I've got a friend that owns a, a steel place and they do like, it's a very cool place. I promise you, Mark. It is so cool. cool. So they do like um, your abnormal trailers and stuff. And what they'll do is a client will come to them and say, the windmills, you know, you've got these windmills that are generating um, yes. electricity. So the problem comes with those is that when you're driving with a trailer on, um, it's abnormal load. So now you always have to have a car following behind and forward to warn Correct. people, abnormal load. So what do they do? They make the trailer shrink. They've got oh, all wow. these hydraulics that come together, pushes the trailer smaller so the truck can drive on its own. And when it needs to be abnormal because it's loaded, then it will open up. But now the point of this is saying is that they have two CNC machines that cut the steel and they were running on Windows 98. I mean, yes. what's, what is it now? It's 2023, Mark. Wow. I mean, just, that's crazy. So at the end of the day, what they were doing is they were trying to get the two CNC machines to talk to you. They couldn't. They had to run them separately. So what they eventually did is they upgraded the system now, but now it's one program running everything. So at the end of the day, now they're able to be more efficient. So one person mm. walks in, type in this, 
boom, done. That that product gets made in half the time. I'm spending half a day trying to set it up. They're spending an hour now to set it up. Oh, we love technology, eh? So don't be scared of it because yes. it's important to have something like that in place to make your, your product more efficient, to be able to push it out faster so you can make more of them. Yes. And you were talking about extra loads, the, the widening of a, a truck, for example. Yes. And I think it's important that um, you also know your regulations in that business. 100%. You know, um, I think in any business, it's important to know your regulations because, you know, when you when a customer comes to you and says, this is what I want to do, it can be prefabricated, it can be something that's never been made for, it can be a product that, you know, people buy day to day. To day. But what's important, like you say, know the regulation because you may make something that's against the Consumer Act or against... Uh, a product that can be sharp and hurt someone. You know what I mean? Something you got to think of these things. If mm. someone takes the arm off and it's now sharp inside and they can prick their finger, you are up for lawsuits. Yes, yes, yes. And I think it, yes. I mean, even uh, for us as coaches, we have regulatory boards that, and we have a, a kind of a code of conduct that we have to live by. We can't subscribe kind of medication or yes. we're not psychologists. 100%. So we've got to know these things and you've got to know your borders. And you've got to know and what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. So you're talking about now your coach's board. I mm. think it's important. So even in my industries, I've joined the boards because obviously they have to be um, active. You don't want to join a board that's not active because yes. it's not going to help you. But it's just board, for nothing. 100%. Yes. Go to a board that's active, that's part of the regulation that can educate you further. Because mm. the thing is, um, especially in today's society, with so many things coming out all the time, re regulations can be changed. Yes. Some not. But yes, a lot can be introduced and changed. And you want to be on top of your game knowing those regulations because I can promise you now in a sales, it can help you tremendously. Because if you walk into a place or a customer walks into you and asks this, you can turn around to them and say, no, that's not going to work, but we can maybe do this instead. Yes. And you can upsell maybe even more. So now all of a sudden the customer, it creates a belief within you in the customer. The customer then can actually say, this guy knows what he's talking about. He knows what to do. So... I want to deal with this person more often. Yeah, that customer trusts you. You have answers for them. Yeah, because you have answers. That's yes, great. Hundred yes. percent. So yes, keep yourself up to date on those regulations because I promise you now, on even on my side, when I walk into a job, I'm able then to upsell because I look around the room and I'm going, This is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. This is what I'm gonna sell them on. Once yes. I've had my meeting with them, I'm going to sell more to them. Yes. I'm going to give more. <laughs> and then the thing is the same with you if you're manufacturing, when a client says, Okay, I want to make this and this and this. If you look at that product carefully, you can be like, he hasn't thought about adding this onto it as an add-on for extra sales to his customers. Now I want to speak about that to him and I want to sell it to him. And make sure that all your employees are up to date. Just because you keep up to date doesn't mean yes. they are uh, as motivated to keep up well, to date. It's not even just about the motivation. It's also about them dealing with the problems. You know, sometimes they may have a product that's on the on the on the line that's not working properly, or the machine is stuck, or something like that. Or you know, they're at a sales place where they're selling and they don't know enough. Mm -hmm. So you need to have your 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 staff educated all the time on new regulations, on new things coming up, because they will walk in and go exactly like I said. Now I'll walk into a job and go, I'm going to sell this extra to him. They will walk in and go. I'm going to sell this extra to him. Or the customer is going to phone us. I have this problem. They can help do a walkthrough. They don't have to keep you in the loop. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't help you. Let me put it on to my boss. But they are also able to help on smaller things, which then impresses your customer even more because not only do you know the job, mm. your staff know the job. And then they can have that extra responsibility to get the job done to 
the, the standards that you want. 100%. They understand the regulations, they understand the standards, they understand your customer. Mm-hmm. So it all ties together, you know what I mean, to be able to get your staff on board because people that don't qualify their staff or train their staff is only going to be a detriment to themselves. Completely. Yeah, and Mark, I think uh, another factor that a lot of people don't uh, think about when, you know, we were talking about the R&D and we were talking about how to uh, keep yourself up to date and upselling in it is creating new products. You know, a lot of people don't actually sit back and say, what can I do for the customer that can create something different? Because someone else will think of something. And or, I mean, if you talk about a fidget spinner, for, for argument's sake, it went yes. absolutely crazy. But someone mm. just thought about making this product. And then they try to make it different and different. And whether or not it's a fab or not, it's fine. But I mean, I'm, I've got uh, another person I deal with on solar stuff. So they do a lot of solar technologies. And they're just an electrician that install every single day. And they yes. go for courses. I mean, but what he is doing now is you know, trying to innovate the industry by thinking of different things. Like I, I can't disclose too much about it, but... He is every day trying, he's going to different manufacturers and he's going to the battery manufacturers and saying, listen, this is what I want to do. Can we do it? And these big battery manufacturers are going, this is something we never thought about. It's such a simple thing. We never thought about it. But yes, I want to do that. Let's look at implementing that. So I think if you can actually turn around and say to yourself, how can I make something easier to use? I mean, if you look at tools, you know, guys are making tools and they're making the handle better. There's always something Always oh, different. Along. There's a different drill bit for yes. everything. There's a different drill for this and that. So I think that's where the magic happens yes. when you can allow yourself to to really become creative and think of how can we do this better, no matter what it is. If it's your product, your service, your staff, your systems, how do we get this better? And that's how you become the expert. Hundred percent. And if you yes, hundred percent. And the thing is, that's why you look at all these bigger corporates. They have people innovating every day oh let's Mm. come out with a vanilla coke oh let's come out with you know an ipad because we've got the laptop but let's make an ipad now now it's movable and touch screen and it's that and this so at the end of the day on your own personal products like try and think about what you can do listen just because we're small does not mean that what i have as an imagination can become something big i mean all these guys that decided to make new Mm. products have done that so what they did is they understand what the customer wanted they understood the regulation and then what they did is they put pen to paper and they started of thinking to themselves what can i do to make something new because i want to be that innovative guy because everyone else will follow me why must i follow everyone else all the time completely i think you don't a, become the expert if you follow everyone else 100 you become a sheep yes. now and all of a sudden exactly everyone else is doing it this way let's keep doing it this way but yet a new machine is being developed by someone else or a new product is being developed by someone else in in a garage or in their factory or Mm. the guy spending a Sunday night there busy cutting wood and trying to build something because he feels that he can make it better and run better. Mm. And the leader is always like that. The leader is always out there innovating, being creative, inspiring, motivating to get the the team, his team on board. And people like that, customers like that. And when a customer, and and the thing is, you know, that's where also becoming an expert is important and being a good leader and be able to say, when a customer says to you, I have this problem, can we resolve it? Mm. Why must I turn that customer away? Yeah. So what do you think, Kurt, is your, what are your thoughts on being a disruptor? I like the word disruptor. That's actually very cool. Because the thing is, is that if you can disrupt the flow, Everyone's going to go crazy. Everyone's going to be lost. They're going to be like, what's going on here? Like, how is this working? Like, what is going on? Like, this guy brought out this amazing thing or did this amazing, said this amazing thing. Now, all of a sudden, wants to, everyone wants to follow you. Yes. So the previous guy that did what he did, everyone's now was following him previously. Now, I've disrupted the flow of progress yes. by doing my own thing. And now everyone's looking at me going, 
what is he doing? How's he doing? Can I steal his idea? How can yes. I do this? So now all of a sudden they're trying to follow me and trying to look, and that's where it becomes more like you said, the leader, don't be a follower, disrupt, which disrupt. I think is great. I think it's amazing to do that. Well, like we can see now that uh, once the whole Uber thing has kind of has, uh, quieted down, we can see how they disrupted the industry, but the industry didn't go away. Mm. They're still taxis. Yes. They're still private taxis. They're still buses. They hate still Uber though. Else. They, they hate, hate Uber, but I mean, it's still there. There's more than enough space for everyone else. Well, look how many other apps have now come out now where you can start, you know, following. You, they followed Uber and yes. now they're doing their own thing. It's not as yeah. successful as Uber, but, you know, that's why Uber became international. They took, they went and sat down on their own idea and they said, listen, this is what we want to do. We are tired of going outside, waving our hand out for a taxi. We're tired of calling one. We want to be able to have on demand and see who's close by and have either a luxury one or not. So they've updated it. They haven't also kept it to one thing. All of a sudden, now they're delivering food and they're sitting and they're doing research and saying what does the customer want mm. and it's simple things they're not they didn't reinvent the wheel yes all they did is reinvent transport exactly and made it absolutely <clears throat> amazing so that's why i say it's important for us to be able to sit down and say to mm. ourselves okay cool how can we embed the product how can we make things easier because a customer loves taking things on an easier level they don't want to struggle yeah they want to click go that's it i agree so i think yeah Set that goal to be the expert in your industry. Yes. Have a vision, a focus. You yes. don't have to be the biggest, but you can certainly be the best. 100%. Someone, you know what the thing is, you also like, you may even want to sell that idea. It's important to also think about that. You know, you may not have to, to go through this whole strenuous thing to be able to uh, build and this and this and that. You can also just get something in and there's people that buy these things. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can just go and sell it and be like, this is what I've invented. So that's where it becomes, look, we're not talking about becoming an inventor. That's not the idea. The idea is to no. build a business. That's right. But you could also go in partnership with someone, someone mm. that already has all of the information and all the factories in place and machinery. Go to him and say, listen, Here's an NDA. Please sign this. I have an amazing idea. I have a, I have a friend that did that with Discovery. They went to Discovery Medical and they came up with an idea on getting points for certain things. Discovery loved it, paid him out for it, and he walked away. Yes. He, they, they weren't going to offer him shares on it because they're just too big as a medical aid scheme. They're not going to do that. But you may be able to go to that manufacturer or to that person and say, I want shares in it. Here's my idea. Let, you've got everything together. Let's implement it and move forward from there. And that's becoming the expert in your field. Completely. And the opportunity is yours to be taken. 100%. Don't let that uh, opportunity slip out your hands because it is there for everyone for the taking. You just need to be able to be hungry enough to be able to push yourself forward to be able to say, okay, cool, I'm not going to let this go. I'm going to try and do something within my industry to disrupt, to revolutionize it. And at the end of the day, it will be only beneficial to oneself. That's very, very inspiring. All right. I'm looking forward to disrupting my industry. And you? <laughs> 100%. So uh, just to close off, don't let uh, your learning lead to knowledge. Let your learning lead to action. Just do it. 100%. Thank you very much for joining us again. Goodbye.